0: work it just a little bit. We often feel like dead inside, but it's kind of our normal and we don't even realize maybe something else is available to us. So I feel like a lot of people get stuck in this kind of complacency of like this is good enough. Welcome to the Reclaiming Purpose podcast with me. Your girl, your hostess with the mostest, and the founder of You Are Intuit, Dana Lisa. Join me weekly here for wisdom drops on all things intuition. My methodology is the D3 method, and it teaches you how to discover your own Joy GPS and reclaim your intuition, then decondition old people pleasing or analysis paralysis so that you can transform on a belief level in your unconscious mind. And lastly, how to take deliberate aligned action and find liberation and fulfillment in all aspects of your life, including relationships, love, money, and career. My process uses a blend of human design, neuro-linguistic programming, and my own intuitive gifts to help you in reclaiming purpose in your life. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Reclaiming Purpose. Today, I have a very special guest, my amazing friend and past client, Jessie. And she is incredible. I can't wait to share her genius with you guys. She's had some really amazing things happen since I've met her. It's been about, I guess, like four months now. And she joined me originally inside of my psychic sales container. And then we were just in love with each other. And she decided to join me for a three-month one-on-one experience. And we've celebrated so many wins. I've watched her transform so much, create so many amazing programs and just amazing content. I'm obsessed with you. That's basically what I'm trying to say. (laughs) you're amazing and I'm obsessed with you but I would love you to introduce yourself because I'm just gushing now so if you could tell everybody what you do and who you are and a little bit about yourself that would be amazing
1: oh thank you so much I'm like there's like there's like one tear dropping from my eye because I was just so happy when you said all these things like oh I love it I could go
0: on I could
1: so yeah hi i'm jesse um i'm like what i am it's so hard to describe <laughs> actually <laughs> <laughs> and i hate it to put it in words but i would i would say like i'm a business witch and healer and like <laughs> helping women in germany actually because i'm from germany um helping women in germany um rec- reclaiming their purpose actually that's what <laughs> i'm doing <laughs> with them Oh, perfect um, like Getting their business ready. Like they, they come to me with a vision and they have a dream or they already have an existing business, but it's not flying. And I want to fly. And, um, yeah, we are, I'm helping them seeing the blocks behind it, releasing it with teacher healing, coaching, and then using human design and business strategies to like get it flying. Yeah. I hope that was correct in English, like get it flying. I don't know, but.
0: That's perfect. I completely understand. I'm sure everybody will. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That's good. And I would love to know what over the last few months has kind of been the biggest awakening that you've had in terms of your business. Like what are some of the things that you've experienced over the last few months that really stand out in terms of transformation? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like we had
1: our celebration call right and I didn't know where to start <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah it was so much like really it shifted so much and I remember perfectly the day when I decided to join you for psychic sales we were like on a holiday and I was sitting in our Airbnb flat listening to your training you did in the Facebook group and it was about yeah selling and doing it in a different way. And I just experienced or got to human design and found out like I'm a projector one free like you. So I was like totally blown up by all these opportunities, but I didn't have an idea like how to put it into my business. So um And I joined you and I know that I know the situation where I was texting you on on Instagram and asking you like, but yeah. And and how much is it? And blah, 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 blah. All these stupid, not stupid, but all these questions you have from a lower mind. And um, in this moment, you were saying in your in the record, I was watching, you were saying like, why do you ask these questions? Like, why do you know, wanna know? Why do you not trust your intuition? I was like, okay, funny. I just listened to it, so I'm in. I don't want to know. It's fine.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. I think, yes. <laughs> I remember that part of being like, it's yeah. not about overcoming people's objections. It's about questioning yeah. because their intuition doesn't want to know how many modules are inside of the program. Like that's not going to change their intuition's mind. <laughs> and that was so funny it was so funny and from this day everything changed
1: like everything changed like I had a business before which was not flying at all like I made in six months I made around three thousand (laughs) dollars like in one it was like it was it was just horrible and now like in the last six months it's going to be a six-figure business (laughs) it's just crazy like I created a lot of beautiful programs. I helped a lot of women like transform into their business. I shifted so much shit inside of myself. Um, I don't like, I really, I don't know where to start, like where to put it. I think the most trends or the biggest transformation for me was seeing that everything is energy and like doing business is energy and selling is energy and everything is just energy and if you're understanding your human design even more and you can put it or translate it into your business it's just magnetic and having someone like you by my side helping me seeing um there's like a saying in Germany seeing the trees in a forest I don't know if it makes sense in English but before it's like a German saying Mm -hmm. (laughs) you helped me seeing that you helped me yeah seeing the trees in the forest why while I could not see the things blocking me behind it so yeah I don't know if this was a correct answer for it but <laughs> yeah, so
0: perfect and we have a similar saying in English but it's like um We make a joke of it kind of like trying to find a tree in a forest where it's like you're looking Mm. for a specific tree in a forest and like obviously Mm -hmm. there's a lot of trees and so it's like how do you find Mm -hmm. that one specific tree but it's very similar to what you're saying yeah. and I completely understand and yeah I mean because to me I remember when I met you I remember... I saw so much of myself in you, obviously, it made so much sense that you were like, I'm a projector one, three as well. I was like, Oh my gosh, yeah, we probably have so many similarities. And of course we did. And I just remember thinking like she knows so much like you, you had so much knowledge and so much wisdom. And you had learned so much, you knew so many modalities, you knew so much about marketing, you knew so much about business you had all of these like intellectual skills, like your resume was Mm -hmm. long, you know, like of all of the things that you have as far as tools to help people. But there was just like a few things that had you overthinking, you were kind of overanalyzing everything that you were doing. Mm -hmm. And you had these kind of perfectionism tendencies that kept you from trusting your intuition. And as soon as Mm. we Shifted those energetically, you just blew up. Like you said, like you went from having, you know, really inconsistent, like maybe a thousand dollars a month to all of a sudden building a six figure business in six months. Like you learned how to collapse time energetically. You learned how to quantum leap because you leaned into your intuition. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's so beautiful how you say that. I would, oh, yeah, it's so beautiful.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. What did that feel like for you? What did the shift feel like for you? What kind of changed? Like, would you say, even in just like your day to day or how you show up in your decision making, what was kind of the biggest shifts that you actually went through that created that energetic change?
1: Mm. It was more about trusting myself. It was more about as a projector i need more breaks and like my day looks totally different than a day of a generator and i was always hunting or like trying to be an mg or a generator and because my mom is one so (laughs) (laughs) that was one thing so actually i'm working less than i did last year or in the beginning of this year i really work less much much less and um I shifted my energy to being able to receive, being able to receive all this beautiful wonder, all these miracles, or this magic. And if we want to create this magic and this miracles, it's like we have to invite the chaos of the universe, and it's not about controlling. It's about leaning back, as you said, and just enjoying the ride. And I was saying this to my girls and my uh, mastermind I did. Um, I was telling them, like, imagine yourself sitting in a roller coaster and you're like going up and up and up and up. And it's like fun. And And in the moment where you're like going down, you're not enjoying it anymore. But that's not how universe is working universe is working like you have to celebrate even like the downs of it because we all have it but still knowing this or something better so some this or something better is coming to you and you have to just fucking enjoy chaos (laughs) you have to be open and receiving the chaos to have to get the magic out of the universe I think this is one of the biggest shifts like enjoying every second of this ride and not just the highs also the lows
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. (laughs) Oh gosh. I, I remember learning in when I did my NLP certification, I remember having a conversation with my mentor where she was talking about success and achieving things and how we look at it as like a straight line like we look at like okay I'm at the bottom and I'm going to climb the mountain and it's just going to be like a straight line and I'm just going to go up and up and up and up but the truth is that growth is cyclical, like it it goes in seasons, like you kind of you're going to have, you know, spring where you're planting seeds and you have all of the ideas. And then there's going to be a summer where everything is growing and blooming and blossoming. And then there's going to be a harvest where you reap the rewards of the the summer where everything grew and you, you collect all of the, the reapings and the rewards of your hard work through the spring and the summer. And then there's also a winter where it's stillness and it's quiet. And there's just like integration of the lessons learned from that whole seasonal period. And we as entrepreneurs and especially overachievers, (laughs) you and I, we resonate with that. We are so used to like the hustle and we get really stuck in spring and summer and we forget to, we forget to like acknowledge and actually allow ourselves to receive the rewards of all of our hard work. And then we really struggle. I know that I really struggled. Like my worst relationship was with winter. Like I really struggled with winter. I didn't like being in the stillness and I didn't like processing and integrating and like allowing certain things to die and fall away so that I could then wait to really be ready for the new seeds. Like I used to just try to rush into the next spring. And mm. I remember that being so life changing for me because. I spent so much of my life like hustling and trying to constantly be in like spring, summer, spring, summer, spring, summer Mm. that I was constantly burned out. Like I was so tired. And I love what you said about your mom being an MG because a lot of times what was modeled for us isn't necessarily what works for us. So tell me more about that. Like what was really modeled for you as a kid as like what success looked like, what was a lot of your like conditioning around how you were supposed to show up? Versus what you've learned is the truth of what works best for you,,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, that's like I've always tried to be like an m g if you don't know an m g is like like it's just oh no, I don't know the word in English but it's <laughs> like, <laughs> so much fucking energy, and they're like just popping around like doing that, doing that, doing that do and it's no problem for them at all, and um I've always had my project and it was always about being seen as a project that we want to be seen. This is our like, oh, we hate it if we are not being recognized and seen. So I was like being the overachiever girl who always had the best grades, who always had extra projects, who always were like responsible for everybody else and like seeing and helping others. And um, I've always tried to be the good girl. (laughs) <laughs> like being the overachiever like I had the best grades when I finished my studies like I had a great job in corporate before like I earned a lot a shit ton of money in it actually but I was not happy at all
0: mm-hmm. I was
1: so dead inside I was so bloody dead inside that there was no space and what I found out in my like my lowest period in my life until now it was when I had Fifty tinder dates (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I was writing a book about it or wrote a book about it but I was I was seeing a a therapist about it because I was just like energetically in the lowest point you can get I think I was just attracting assholes actually because I found myself an asshole so I've always had the idea of it's not my problem it's not my fault it's not my yeah it's like the other's Like being in this kind of victim mode of like, oh, the others are the problem. I'm not the problem. It's not about me. It's about them. And um, that's what totally shifted. Like seeing myself in this energy I'm in as, um, as a mirror. Like everything I have in my life now is a mirror of my inside world. So and if everything is not working out in the outside world as I want it to be, I'm checking in. And I'm like looking at myself, seeing myself and asking myself like, what's wrong where i'm not in alignment with myself where i'm like pushing too hard to get something maybe i don't even like maybe that's nothing for me because i just like have it in my logical mind that this is the next step and that's what i need to do and blah 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 blah. but it's not in alignment with me so yeah long story short energetically <laughs> that would be the short answer.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I resonate so much, of course. And I totally understand, too. You touched on something I think is so important where we often feel like dead inside, but it's kind of our normal and we don't even realize maybe something else is available to us. So I feel like a lot of people get stuck in this kind of complacency of like, this is good enough, you know, like, oh, well, I have a good corporate job and I make X amount of money and, you know, this guy is kind of an asshole, but like, I kind of like spending time with him or we have similar interests and we have fun together when we go out or whatever it is. Like we consistently are taught to settle for less than what we truly desire and what really brings us fulfillment. And we create this like inner representation of ourselves that is so, Unworthy, like we feel so unworthy of our desires. And you, like you said, like you thought you were kind of an asshole. So you were attracting a similar vibration of person because that was your belief about yourself. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And
1: it's all about the beliefs and it's all about the inside of us and our mindset and our like deepest blockers behind it. And that's why I love Tita healing so much because you're like, grabbing is this a word in english yeah. like mm-hmm. digging into it like grabbing digging into it like finding the thing which is underlying beneath it or beyond it like if i'm have a feeling of i'm not good enough there's something behind it there is something behind it and if you're just looking at there or like trying to reconsider this thought or belief with just affirmations of yeah i'm good enough i'm good enough i'm good enough your subconscious mind will still not believe it because there's something else behind it which is still blocking it, and that's why I love Tita and healing these girls from the inside. And then business—it's not a—it's not a problem anymore because it's not the how. Everybody's asking like, how do you do that? Why do you like? And how do I get it? Like, what do I need to do? It's not about that. Especially in business, that's what I figured out. It's not about that. It's about all these blockers and all these things behind it underneath the surface you are not looking at why you're not getting what you want
0: mm. because
1: maybe you think you're not deserving it or maybe you think as a healer you're going to die that was like one of my biggest bloggers i had the fear of like as a woman and a healer i'm going to die if i'm doing my job Mm-hmm. so i can do whatever it takes whatever i want to do it will not change until i've released this thought that was a big one that was a huge one and i know so many women i did tita healing with we we found things they were like what the fuck <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> your consciousness you can't believe it because you know it's just not true right i'm not going to die today for being a healer and a girl but Days before I did. (laughs) And there's still the fear behind it. So that's what needs to change. Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. You hit the nail on the (laughs) head. Like it's these things that we don't even know are ruling our reality. Like there's these unconscious beliefs that are just so ingrained in us. And consciously, we're like, okay, well, we don't even realize it's a problem. Like it's such a blind spot for us because we're so used to only operating from our conscious mind and thinking that we're in control. Like we feel so in control. (laughs) It's so funny because it's such like an illusion. Like the majority of our decisions are based on the 88% of our brain that's unconscious and only 12% is conscious. And yet we like, we feel so in control, but it's such an illusion. And it's Mm. because we're not accessing like this unconscious part of our mind that has these broken beliefs. Like you said, like, like you're like oh why can't i get clients and it's like oh well i must not have the right email sequence or my landing page yes. must the button must be the wrong color yeah. or like <laughs> or like whatever it is like these are the lies that we tell ourselves but then when we actually journey into the world of like consciousness and healing we like discover these unconscious beliefs that are like what like that that's yeah. what i think is true like underneath mm-hmm. In this 88% of my brain that's making decisions for me on a regular basis, I think I'm going to die if I'm a healer. Like what? Like how is that possible? So I love it. Like I don't think people realize how we can't create fulfilling success without addressing our unconscious belief systems. Like even if we create success on paper, like Maybe we make a sales funnel that's perfect and makes a million dollars, but are you going to be happy and fulfilled if you haven't addressed your unconscious beliefs of unworthiness? Mm, probably not. Just based on my own personal experience from what I've seen, like the answer to that question is a big fat no. <laughs> yes. So I mean, I love that so much. What other like hidden beliefs did you uncover about your, from your unconscious? Cause I love this example. Yeah. Of like, if I'm a healer, I'm gonna die. Was there anything else that was really surprising to you, hidden in yeah. your unconscious, when you started doing this work?
1: Yeah, there was. There's like one big thing in my life since a couple of years, which is like, um, yeah, making my life a little bit less comfortable because I have my bloody bladder is like freaking me out. Like since a couple of years, and I'm actually having having a situation where we're sitting in a meeting like in my corporate job selling an app to a huge huge corporate factory where like it was million dollars worth it and I was sitting on my chair and knowing like sitting with five men and it was just me and five men selling it to them and I knew oh fuck I need to pee but I can't like I just could not stand up I could of course but I didn't so I was sitting there peeing in my pants while I was like selling it but I I did and I fucking sold it (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh but it was embarrassing and still uh I'm I'm working on it and I'm I know it's nothing for my body like I'm um it's safe it's fine it's not my body it's like something behind it it's like psychologically something is like a trauma or anything is wrong with that and i was doing a tita healing with my teacher actually and she was giving me a tita healing and we found out it was <laughs> it was about being a woman like it's not safe to be a woman
0: from mm-hmm. from my
1: bladder we were like digging into it and we found out it's not safe to be a woman jesus what the fuck Yeah. And, like yeah i'm i'm still working on it but it's getting better finally finally it's getting better in like you know, I, we just had a coffee together. I was just drinking coffee. And normally I would already sitting there like, oh, fuck, when is it ending? Because I need to pee. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I don't have to pee right now. And for me, it's just fucking freedom. And if you're like, and I see so many women in business having problems with their body, having problems with their femininity, whatever it is, and there's always something behind it. If it's nothing from your body or it's nothing, you can just, fix with a pill or anything you should not do it by the way but still um if it's something if a trauma or psychologically it's always something behind it and if you're healing this your like your body will are is going to heal and it's of course it's the same with your business because energy has no has no limits right you said that once to me and it was like it's so life-changing like energy is not just in one certain um uh, what's word for it um and not in one certain just wait, like category of life yeah, yeah. yeah. One, in yeah. life it's like it's everywhere mm-hmm. and so if I have the feeling of I'm afraid or it's not safe to be a woman I will experience it of course not just in my body or with my bladder I will experience it in my business as well and this is yeah that was amazing <laughs>
0: Wow. Wow. That's so powerful. You reminded me of this story that one of my mentors told inside one of our calls. Um, Her name is Melanie Ann Lair and she was talking about her coach. So her one-on-one coach is Amanda Francis. And so she's talking about like when they first started working together and Melanie was like on a call with her and she was super triggered because during the call, Amanda used the bathroom oh. and Melanie was like, so triggered during the call. She was like, what? Like, but it had nothing to do with the fact that like a- Amanda was using the bathroom. Like that's a totally human, like normal thing to do. Melanie realized that it was because she always would hold her own P like she wouldn't go to the bathroom because she'd be on calls with people. So she was like constantly neglecting herself in order to prioritize her her people, like her clients. And so she judged Amanda because she was like judging herself for not prioritizing herself. And like we don't even realize that we're doing this. I mean, one of the things that I talk about is like the mirror lens, like where the way that we perceive people are going to judge us like, oh, I can't pee during a coaching call because someone's going to think I'm unprofessional. Like Mm -hmm. my client, Jesse, is going to think I'm unprofessional. Like that has nothing to do with Jesse's reality. Like nothing. (laughs) It has everything to do with my reality and how I'm viewing myself and what I think is like professional or not professional or okay. And the things that I judge myself for and therefore try to hide like oh, I'm human and I'm a woman and I have to pee. Like all of those things are okay. (laughs) Like they're, they're totally fine. And yet we like have these deep seated criticisms of self that those things are not acceptable. And so we like put them in our shadow, even though they're, they're the elements that make us human and relatable and, It's so amazing. It's so amazing that those things can even exist in our unconscious mind because consciously that makes no sense. And we're like, what? Like, no, but unconsciously it exists or else we wouldn't sit there and hold our pee and not say, I have to go to the bathroom. We wouldn't do that unless there was like an unconscious belief that we didn't even know was going unacknowledged.
1: Yeah. And it's so funny because like if I'm like I'm coaching like nearly every day, a couple of my girls, and like I always, it's like nearly in every session I tell them, "Sorry, I have to pee." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's totally fine. Like it's so funny. I was just wondering if she was taking her with her on the. In the
0: <laughs> I mean, like I have, I've totally done that. I mean, it's so interesting because, of course, like. <laughs> it would probably depend on like my dynamic with the client. And I feel yeah. like at a certain point you kind of like with you now, like I know you so well, like I could so be like, Hey, by the way, I'm just going to mute myself. Cause I'm going to yeah. keep, keep yeah. talking. And you'd be like, yeah. Okay. Like you wouldn't even miss a beat. You'd be like, yeah, da, 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 da. and you would just keep going. Like it wouldn't even be a thing. But I mean, like, it's, it's so funny because like, to me, I would rather have a coach who would take me to the bathroom and like humanize themselves because this gives me permission to be human. And I think mm. we forget this a lot because in the beginning when I was really criticizing myself for a lot of things and I was like a hyper perfectionist, I was found found myself like way more attracted to coaches and mentors and messaging. That was really perfect because I was like, well this is the mm. standard like And it's so funny because that's not the standard. That's just one way to be. Like, And if it resonates with someone, that's amazing. But it's also not what resonated with me. It was just what I thought I needed to be to be enough, to be worthy. And so when we let that go, then we get to see like our whole portal opens up. And it's like all of a sudden our consciousness expands and we start to see expanders who have everything we desire or have a lot of what we desire and are completely owning the aspects of themselves that we've denied within ourselves, We find these expanders that show us what's potential and possible. And all it takes is us making a decision that we're not going to be perfect or we're going to do things our own way. And then all of a sudden we're shown examples that it's possible, but we're so limited. And we have like these blinders on that. We don't even see that when we're stuck in our perfectionism, we don't even see that until we've healed. Like until we start to work with our unconscious beliefs, it's like our, it's like we have like these rose colored glasses on, that make it impossible for us to be who we are and be successful until we start to work with the unconscious. And then all of a sudden we magically start to see these examples of people who are owning these aspects of ourselves that we've denied for so long and have all of our desires.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's wonderful. Like there's a game you can play with that. It's called like the trigger board. So if anything is triggering you inside of another person, it's something you are denying to see actually. And if we are looking at, on it from a perspective of universe, there has always to be light and dark, right? Lightness and darkness. There, it has to be. So love can't exist if you're not experiencing fear or hatred, whatever, yeah? So if you're denying, like, it was so funny. This is a story about me and Jacob. My man and um he was so lazy when I met him. So fucking lazy. <laughs> and I was the perfectionist overachiever who was like, I'm not, I can't be fucking lazy because of shit. Yeah, but <laughs> I could not be. Yeah. So he was lazy because and this is like a system thing, universe is working in systems. The system always has to heal herself, and it will always do. Your body is the the smallest system we have. And you see it if you're cutting yourself with a knife, your system's going to heal herself, so what it was, um as I was not um yeah or I was denying to be lazy because it was not ca- part of my reality or should not be part of my reality, because I thought laziness as being like, yeah you're not getting it, you're, you can't be successful if you're lazy whatsoever, yeah that's that stupid shit you're telling yourself yeah and. I started working with this kind of trigger board. it's like a vision board, but just with triggers it's really funny
0: <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's really really cool and you can just do it as a yeah it's just it's just fun, actually, like seeing what triggers you and when I started to allowing myself to be lazy because it's inside me, of course as well, he shifted, yeah. And he didn't need to be lazy anymore because I was I was fine with being lazy myself
0: yeah I was like fine. you didn't need that mirror anymore yeah and the system healed itself.
1: and it's so funny and it's it, it, and it works like that like the world the universe is, is working like that so if you're triggered by someone or like someone doing something, look at yourself look inside. And then ask yourself, like, why is it triggering you? Why are you not allowed to be like that? And it's always funny, like, I I was waiting, waiting. Also my, my weight was like 120 kilos a couple of years ago. But I was still going around with like uh, short pants on, like really, really shorts. And I was like, I don't care what you think. And a lot of especially women were looking at me with like, what the fuck is she doing? And like one girl nailed it, and she said, "This is why because they are not allowing themselves to do it like this. They're mm-hmm. so they were so beautiful, they were so thin, they were so just ah, oh, but they're still not allowing themselves to show up as they want because they think they are not perfect enough to do it. And I was mirroring that fear, and this was why they hated me. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah."
0: yeah. It's so true. It's it's like a perfect example of that saying that someone else's judgment of you doesn't show you anything about you. It shows you something about them. And yeah, yeah like in that realm, kind of based on your example – a lot of the times I'll talk about like someone can be so fit and healthy and like have, you know, like a cover girl models body, for example. But if they believe they're fat, if somebody walks up to them and is like, you're fat, like they're going to go home and be so upset about it and be like, oh my God, I'm fat. Like I can't eat for three days. Whereas if somebody is really fit and healthy, Regardless of what they actually look like, if they believe like I'm fit and I'm a healthy person, if somebody comes up to them and is like, you're fat, like it's not going to mean anything to them. They're going to like be like, oh, that's weird that you think that like, haha, it doesn't matter. So it's like, it's all our beliefs. Like anytime anyone has a judgment of us or a perception of us, if we then tell ourselves a story about it being true it's not showing us anything about the truth it's showing us about what we believe to be true and we forget this so much because our our unconscious beliefs get so enmeshed with what we believe is reality like we take things as facts from our external environment so often after we filter them through our unconscious beliefs When the reality is like your perception is your reality. Like your reality isn't your reality. Like the external environment (laughs) is literally like it could be perceived two completely different ways by two completely different humans, even though they're looking at the exact same thing happening at the exact same time, the way that I perceive it versus you perceiving it is totally different. And like, that is a perfect example of the fact that like, My reality is my inner world and your reality is your inner world. It has nothing to do with the outside world. And we forget this because it's, we're taught, number one, (laughs) we're taught that like, we're not good enough and that we'll feel better if we like look a certain way and we wear a certain type of clothes and we have, you know, the latest iPhone, like this is consumerism culture. So this is what we're taught and we we believe it cuz it's what's taught to us from the age of 0 to 7 when we have no ego and no conscious understanding we're just like this walking sponge that's absorbing everything and that's what's modeled for us and taught and then it becomes our reality like our reality becomes this comparison this competition this never enoughness no matter what even if someone tells us we're the most amazing beautiful person in the world We don't believe them because our belief is that we're not. And so, like, I mean, if you're listening to this, I invite you to think about that. Like, what's something that somebody could walk up to you and say that would completely, like, throw you for, like, a spiral and just make you feel terrible about yourself? Like, what's something that someone could say? Like, for me, too, Jesse, like, lazy. Like, if someone had called me lazy, I would have been like, what? Like, I'm not (laughs) lazy. Lazy. Like, what are yeah? (laughs) What are you talking about? Like, I work so hard, you know, like that would have ruined me. And I had this shadow too. And I think this shadow is really common for projectors because our energy does require a lot more downtime than someone who's like an aligned generator or an aligned manifesting generator, which is 70% of the population. So, like, we require more downtime. And so you know, we're taught that that's not okay and that there's something wrong with us because we can't keep up with people. And then we're like, okay, well now I have to prove something. I have to prove that like, I'm not lazy. So then we try to keep up with everyone and then we're burnt out and we're like, I hate my life, but like, I can't be lazy. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just wild. It's wild what we let run our realities. Yeah.
1: And then, and now it's really really funny because now we can we we see it from a different side but when you're inside in such of such a feeling if someone calls you lazy or me called me lazy I was like terrified yeah like I was just imagining myself in this moment I was like fuck I was like sinking into a deep 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 hole of shit (laughs) and the feeling behind it was so bad and and this is the funny thing I did business from this energy that's what I did and that's the that was the biggest problem I was so scared I had so much fears inside of me being not enough I have to work my ass off to be like or to get what I want and I always created things from this fear posts live streams programs whatsoever someone bought it nope Because you can feel it, even if you can't explain it, but you can feel it and you will not buy from such a person. That's it.
0: It's so true. And we don't like we don't give that enough credit, even as consumers, like there's been times that you've you've like wanted to buy something, but then the energy in the exchange with the person who was selling it to you was weird. And so you just didn't buy it. And there wasn't like a reason, like, it wasn't like you were like, oh, I'm not going to buy it because blah, blah, blah. It's just like, oh, I don't know. Like, it just feels off. Like, I'm not going to do it. And we forget this, but like, this is everything. Like, there have been times where I've invested in people and I like, honestly, I had no idea what I was really investing in. I was like, I just know that I want this thing. When I invested in my NLP certification, like, I kind of knew what it was because I was actually creating content for Lexi at the time. I had a content creation agency. So I was helping her with a lot of the marketing materials. But I also just like her energy was everything. Like I was like, I don't even fully know what this is yet, but I have to be in it. And and like – I invested like $10,000 in that program because of her, because I wanted to be in her energy. And I knew that it didn't matter what she was creating. It was going to be amazing. And there's been other times where someone was like selling me something and it was like exactly what I wanted. Like, it was like, this is what I want to learn. This is the content that I want. This is the thing that I want, but something about it just felt off. And I was like, "Ah, I don't know. Like It's what I want, but something about it doesn't feel good. And I didn't invest. Yeah,
1: totally. totally. And I have the same experience right now. There's like, I'm planning to host a podcast next year. And I was asking one of my followers who is like a podcast mentor, helping people with their podcast. I was just texting. I was like, Hey, I'm planning to do my, my podcast, blah, blah, blah. Can you help me? And she was like, Oh, I'm so honored. And it's so fine. Blah, blah, blah. Um, But then, and it was so funny, and I'm going to tell her (laughs) because we're meeting today, she did not ask me like, what is your thing? What's going on? When can we meet? She just stopped the conversation. And then I was like, okay, can we chat about it? You know what I mean? And that's so funny because sometimes we're like, okay, but I want this so bad. I want her so bad. I I would love to have her in my container, but then we're like afraid of like, taking the next step aligned action step and of course what would you do if an aligned client would come to you you would be so honored that she or her or she or him is like messaging you and you're like okay yes I'm so honored and it's so cool but nothing more like
0: but then (laughs) why yeah yeah and it's such like a worth thing like We're so much more capable of asking for what we want when we're in our worth. If we don't feel like we're worthy of something, we're not going to ask for it. So like that embodiment work and that belief work is everything as you, as you've learned case in point you because it shifted everything for you. Yeah. And you were like my mentor and my guide
1: helping me seeing myself. And I'm so glad we met and I'm so glad, glad I found you and like having the greatest time in my life. It was, it was amazing. Thank you so much.
0: Oh my gosh. Thank you. You're (laughs) a dream soulmate client who came out of nowhere. And that's like the magic of energy. Like you weren't on my radar at all. Like you just came out of and you were like, Hey, like I want to do this. And I was like, okay, amazing. And it was so easy mm-hmm. right from the beginning and we make it so complicated and so hard because that's what we're taught. It has to be like, we're taught that it's so complicated and marketing is hard and you have to know yeah. all of these things, but like, it's, not like I know people who are multimillionaires that don't even have a website who have never run a paid ad who like don't have a sales funnel my mentor is this that's why I hired her because I was like yes like you get it like you get that energy is everything like you are doing things out of flow like you aren't doing them out of resistance and like obligation like you're doing them out of desire and flow and that's what we're here to teach people. Like I know that, uh, that you resonate with this. Cause we've talked about this before. Like yeah. we're here to change the paradigm. Like it doesn't have to be hard. It gets to be fun. You get to do it your way and you get to feel fucking amazing and so good the entire time. Like that is available to you.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. And it's yeah. fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah exactly okay so tell everyone what you're working on right now and where they can find you if they want more information
1: yes so you can find me if you just drop my name maybe you can put it in the show notes because I think in English it's a little bit more complicated
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah all the links will be in the show notes to her yeah for social media and how you can contact her. So of course, check it out down there. But I would love for you to say in your own words, like what you're working on, who it's for, yeah. and just like Thank so that people you. can connect with you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. I'm, I'm working on a mindset program right now, which is launching in January. Um, like all these blockers who are behind it to not step into your power <laughs> inside of your business, releasing it putting it together with human design tita healing and all that stuff it's going to be fucking amazing but it's going to be in german so (laughs) i don't know if it's for everyone but if you're interested what i can like what i'm so capable of is like helping one-on-one clients in english as well so if this is a thing and you're wondering like how you can put all these things together just yeah just send me a message, DM me whatsoever. And I'm happy to hear from you.
0: (laughs) I love that so much. And I love you so much. Thank you for joining. Oh, I love you too. Yeah. And sharing from such an open heart space. We had such an amazing conversation, which I knew we would. And I just love you. So thank you.
1: Thank you. It was amazing.
0: So amazing. Bye guys. We will talk to you next time. I'll see you next week right here on reclaiming purpose. And if you want to hear more from Jessie, go check out all of her social media handles in the show notes and you can follow her and check out more of her amazing content to see what she's up to. All right, Intuits, that's all for this week, but I will catch you here on reclaiming purpose next week. And if you want more of this type of content, you can go check out the offers on youareintuit.com. The link is in the show notes. And for a chance to win a one-year subscription to all of our workshops and programs, go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that we can enter you into our quarterly draw. I will talk to you guys so soon and have an amazing rest of your day wherever you are in the world.